What's going on, people? And welcome back to the Baby Fathers podcast for another brand new episode. I'm your host, and I go by the name of DJ Riddler. First things first, you know, I'm going to say to you if you've been, if you are a regular watcher, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't subscribed yet. And if you haven't, make sure you press that notification button at the same time, all right? So on today's show, we have another special guest. And this time, it's a bit different, but we do have a female, and she goes by the name of V. How you doing, girl? I'm not too bad, thank you. How are you doing? Not too bad. I was going to say thank you for coming. No, it's absolutely fine. Thank you for having me. Yeah, listen, man. You know, since we're doing it a bit different from time to time, so we will, from time to time, bring on uh, a female guest just to hear your lot side of the story. Do you know what? I'm always down. I'll speak up for the women. All right, cool. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. So listen, um, before we start, I have to put a disclaimer out there. Anything what you say is your truth and it's your truth only. All right, so that's what we have to obviously put out there. So no one can't say anything different because it's coming from you. All okay. right. So where are we going to start from? Um, we're going to start from the beginning, I think. All right, cool. So um, my name is V. <laughs> I'm 28, mm. but I've got um, I've actually got two co-parents. And as much as people out there love to judge that, do you know what I mean? Everyone loves everyone out there loves to have some kind of comment to mm. say about being in that situation, but they're both two long-term relationships that I was in and obviously had a child with both of them. But I've got two daughters. So I've got a nine-year-old daughter. She's about to turn 10, obviously, and a five-year-old daughter. Um, and obviously have to co-parent with both of their dads who are both very different characters, you could say. So when we say different characters, what, what are we talking about? Like, is there a situation of how um, you work with them? <laughs> Do you know what? Funny enough, they... Um, they're different, how can I explain it? Physically and things like that, their mm. interests, what they're like, their day-to-day living, things like that, Completely, two completely different people. So let's talk about the father who you, you had issues with or problems with. Let's talk about that situation. So where are we going to start from there? So with my eldest daughter's dad, it's quite a, it's quite a sticky situation. So we, we've known each other since we were quite young. Um, I was 17 when I started going out with him. Mm-hmm. And then I broke up with him when I was about 21 years old. But it was a messy breakup. We didn't get on well at all. The co-parenting was really bad. Um, even after we broke up, it was just it was just terrible, to be honest with you. But um, we did come to, at certain points throughout the future, we kind of came to like some cool ground. So for example, I moved on. That was really difficult for him though. When I moved on, that was really difficult for him. Um, But then he moved on, had a partner with a girl that I actually had past issues with through him. So do you think that was done through spitefulness or? Well, I'd be lying if I didn't say I thought it started off that way. Yeah, but they've been together for a long time now, so I can't really mm. speak too heavily on it nowadays. But yeah, they've been together for a while now. They've got their own child together. Um, but yeah, if I'm honest, I believe at first it was a spite mm. thing, yeah. All right, so you said that the co-parent went left and it was obviously a bad breakup to when he then moves on. What happened from there? But the problem was, was his... The with the co-parenting side of things, he was always extremely difficult. So even when I did move on and I got into a new relationship, it kind of ended up being a lot more. So um, on the times where he was supposed to have his daughter, he would then drop out at the last minute and mm. say if I had work or things like that, his mum would then step in and then his mum would make up for. So was this like a regular? Was this happening very regularly? 
when he was dropping out being difficult with you? Yeah, it was very regularly to the point where he wasn't having her for like months, but she would go and see his mum. Mm. And then to him, that kind of like makes up for it. It's like, yeah. you know, she well, she's with my mum. So she's basically, and and I'm. it was almost like the impression was I was doing it to get a break. Okay. But as much, don't get me wrong, mm. we all need a break. And did he did he ever go to to his mum's house after to see his child or he just didn't Three even quarters of the time, no, not at all. Did you ever ask him like, did you ever use him directly to ask him why he never used to come and see his child? Yeah, but if I'm honest, he, he just always fed off of it. He just always fed off of it. It was like, if you try and reason, trying to reason with him about anything, it was just impossible, if I'm honest with you. It was like, it was, it was almost like it was when you're messing with my child or you're messing with, mm. you know, my child's emotions, because there was countless amounts of times where he wouldn't show up. And then uh, my daughter would be there, sat there crying. I would get angry. I'd then allow my emotions to get the better of me. I'd then have a huge go at him without realizing I'm, I'm feeding into everything. Andrew. I'm feeding into. Was you was you picking up the phone, having a go at him, or was you doing it on a Texas? Both, both, honestly. And that's just me being honest with you. He really knew how to trigger me. Uh, to how that many point. times would you say you used to phone his phone to cuss him? And one day, if he wasn't picking up his phone, how many missed calls would you leave? Well, I wouldn't contact him unless it was. Um, like we'd go weeks without speaking mm. and then it would come to the time of him seeing his daughter and then I'd, you know, so here's a prime example. I'll give you a prime example, <laughs> right? Now we're going to get into story time. Yeah. So um, around Christmas time, he was supposed to pick his daughter up and he was supposed to have her. He popped up to me. I, I messaged him earlier on that morning and asked him just confirming if he was still picking up his daughter later on mm. that day, mainly because she actually woke up that morning and actually asked me and said, oh, am I going to see daddy today? Blah, blah, blah. So <clears throat> I was absolutely fine with it and was like, okay, I'll drop him a message. Bear in mind, I hadn't spoken to him in about two weeks because we have no other reason to communicate yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah. unless it's to do with my daughter. I'm the one that has to kind of chase up that communication, but we are way past the point of me being able to contact him and say, can you chip in for school uniform or, you know, she's she's got something coming up. Are you able to help mm. provide for it? She needs to get new clothes or <clears throat> anything along them lines. He He wouldn't cooperate so i got way past that point of being able to even ask him for that yeah. the arrangement from then on was for him to see his daughter every wednesday after school take her around his house for dinner for a few hours mm. or a couple of hours bring her home and then he's only supposed to see her every other weekend for a sleepover cannot remember the last time he showed up on a wednesday <laughs> and that's me being honest cannot yeah. remember the last time he's ever showed up on a wednesday but then when it comes to the weekends that he's supposed to see her He'll like sway. So he'll go through like a period of time where he'll show up on those weekends and then out of the blue, he'll just stop showing up. And it's like... Did you see a pattern? What was happening? Now I'm really recognising yeah. the pattern. So before it used to really, really stress me out. And as much uh, the only thing that stresses me out now is if it affects my daughter. Mm -hmm. That's the only time it will stress me out. And even then I'm trying, emphasis keyword on the trying, <laughs> <coughs> to maintain like... My composure, yeah. you could say, when it comes to dealing with it. So, because if I don't, it backfires on me. As mm. soon as I get emotionally affected, which I have done plenty of times, my mm. ad, I've sent text messages, I've sent all kinds of things, and I confirmed with him, look, my phone's going to die. Can you just make sure that you come and meet us at this time, at this place, so we know what's going on? He popped up to me straight away, tried to start an argument with me. I was like, right. I know what he's doing. I'm not yeah. going to feed into it. Yeah. This time, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to say, okay, cool. 
don't know what you're talking about, whatever, see you at the normal time. Yeah. He didn't like that. He didn't <laughs> like the fact that I did that. And I didn't reply to his last messages of him trying to argue with me. So I just left it as that. Cool. Um, 20 minutes before he was supposed to come and meet us, pick us up, he popped up to me again, screwing, starting a huge argument with me. Mm. And then all I wrote back was, are you coming to pick your daughter up at the time that you agreed? Yes or no? Yeah. He then replied back with all of this other stuff. And I said, no, that's not what I'm asking. Yes or no. And then he just simply didn't show up. And then he blocked my number and then didn't show up. Mm. So by this point, I hadn't even, I'm not going to turn around to my daughter and say, look, your dad's not coming. He's let you down. I've just brushed it off. Made an excuse for him. Yeah, made an excuse. And for years, this is what I had to do, right? For years, mm. I had to make an excuse. And it was my youngest daughter's dad that actually knocked it into me and was like you're selling her a dream stop it like yeah. he i do you know what i'll be honest i for a while for a, quite a long time did not have a problem with these people like i said i even got to a, a state where i didn't even care um how often they were actually seeing my daughter because by this point i felt like my daughter mm. deserves better than you lot anyway so whenever you see her that's great if you want to see her that's great um if she asks to see you yeah i'll come up my way and ask you or whatever the case is but if someone's being spiteful and they're trying to manipulate the situation and things like that, and I know that's going to affect my daughter, I'd rather not mm. put my daughter so easily into that situation, mm. if that makes sense. So, prime example, they, uh, him and his partner have had domestics in the past. Okay. My daughter's only meant to go around their house twice a month. Yeah. Twice a month. When they... When they had these issues, the first time it happened, I found out through the police because okay. the police knocked on my door and I was actually decorating my daughter's room, getting it ready for when she came back, mm. trying to surprise her. And then I had the police knock at my door asking if I had seen my daughter's dad. So obviously I freaked out and was like, well, he's with my daughter. Yeah. So what do you mean? And they wouldn't tell me anything after that because he was over 18 and mm. wasn't my problem. So then I'm freaking out going, well, what's going on? I've tried to contact his girlfriend multiple times. She didn't answer any of my phone calls. By the time I got hold of his mum, I found out that they had a they had a drunken fight basically um and the police got called my my daughter's dad got arrested and then um i had to obviously i found out all of this through other people so i was livid i want i'll be honest with you i wanted to kill them but there was a part of me that was like right i just need to be my daughter's safe i found out for other people that she's gone to her nan's house and i need to be grounded right mm. now and make sure i do the right thing so i turned around to my co-parents partner and just said look like i'm not happy that you didn't contact me um but i get it you know mm. like i understand you've got your own things going on and the next time if something like that happens please just contact me i won't judge you i won't get involved i won't do anything just let me just get my daughter out of there mm. like especially if there's nothing i can do and that's on a day that she's not in my care and she's in the care of her dad she swore blind that if it happened again she'd do it then it happened again she didn't contact me again by this point, I wasn't too keen on her. And then we had ended up having a few. I found out because my daughter came back and told me. And the morning after, I went into the school run and I got a phone call from a social worker. So okay, yeah. I had a social worker call me up telling me that they were putting my daughter on a section 47. Mm. Um, not what, my what's, youngest. What's that? What, what's that section? So I looked it up online and it's the same as a child who's being abused. Okay. So I, but they said, we're, we're not concerned. We don't, we're not concerned about you as a parent. We're not concerned about you know, your youngest daughter. We just want to keep an eye on your co-parents, two children, which mm. is your eldest daughter and his son from his current relationship. Mm. So they had to contact my daughter's school. They had to contact my youngest daughter's dad, all of these people who all vouched for me big time and said like, you know, she's a great mum and she does yeah, what yeah, she can yeah. for her kids. So 
the social worker turned around to me probably about two, three weeks later and said, look, I'm going to drop the assessment with you. We just wanted to make sure your daughter's mental health was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to extend their... Um, On the death side. Yeah, we're going to extend mm. their um, assessment, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I turned around to them and said, with all due respect... Thank you for letting me know. But I don't, uh, they said they would update me on everything. Mm. And I said, I don't want to know. Their relationship's got nothing to do with me. And I even ended the phone call with and cut the mum some slack. So I, the social worker was completely cool with it. Didn't said, all right, we're not going to give you any more information, blah, blah, blah. A week later, I had the police contact me Mm. because from previous text messages that I had sent to my daughter's dad when the domestics happened and I was so angry with him for doing it again in front of her and I was so angry with his partner for not telling me again Mm -hmm. like you know you're meant to be a woman you're meant to be a daughter call me like please like the dad I I kind of already know where I stand with him and his behavior but you I kind of expected a little bit better from a woman's point of view especially considering she's a little girl yeah um so anyway moving on a little bit from that the police contacted me and told me that apparently my co-parent, so my eldest daughter's dad and his partner, the ones who had the domestics, had filed a police report against me and showed them mm. the text messages saying they were scared for their safety because of me getting angry with them and responding the way I did after what they did in front of my daughter. Now, I'm not going to get into details about what happened on that night yeah. between them. No, we're not going to do that. Yeah, we're, we're not going to do that because it's not my business. Yeah. But put it this way, you'd want to kill them too. <laughs> you'd want to kill them too. And I, <laughs> and when I sent them those angry texts, that was me just being an angry mama bear. That was me going like, do you know what? I've given you guys chances. All I want you to do is just be there for your daughter. Be good to her. Just- All right, so in them texts, there, was there some threats that you was putting in yep. there towards them? Yep. Mm. yep 100% there was yep no regrets don't care I told him I wanted to kill him mate I was mm. so angry like my, why should my daughter have to go through all of this again mm. and the way that they don't get me wrong I'm holding myself completely accountable for how I acted right mm. completely accountable I shouldn't have sent those texts I shouldn't have entertained it shouldn't have even allowed my emotions to get the better of me mm. in that aspect but when you're a mum and someone's messing with your child, there's only so much you can kind of contain shit, especially when you've given them a few chances. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So um, when the police did contact me and I, they said to me, look, did you do this? I went, yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, I did. <laughs> Give me one good reason why I shouldn't. Furthermore, like, you know, like, yeah. and they actually laughed it off and said, look, we're not even, we've seen all the documents. We know everything that's gone on. And we think it's ridiculous that these two have even tried to call the police against mm. you. Um, so we're just going to brush it off. We are just going to say, please don't do it again. This guy's been triggering me since I was a young teen. So what's so your like, trigger? What is he, what's your kind of triggers what he does to you? My child. That's your trigger, yeah. Letting my, he knew what kind of and what's upbringing his tr- I had. And what's his trigger? What do you do to him to get him to trigger off? Because you know what? Do you know what push. triggers him the most? Honestly, when I don't get mad. Mm. And that's me being honest. When I don't get mad with him, that's when I probably get the angriest out of him. Mm. But if, if, right, if two parents are rowing a boat together and that is what is getting the child from one destination to another in life and the uh, one parent is there rowing and rowing and rowing and the other parents just sat there not doing anything don't be surprised if one you're only going around in circles Mm. two the parent that's doing everything gets really frustrated with the one who's doing nothing and three that person doesn't get worn out tired overwhelmed and not just that your child's boat's not getting anywhere near as far as it should be. For mm. what reason? Just because one person doesn't want to do their role. I like that saying. I like that saying. I like that saying. No, but still. it is true. And that's the God's honest truth. So I'm sat there paddling away, doing everything I can. And I've still got people trying to put holes in my ship just because of the way mm. I'm reacting 
let's talk about the things what you have taken accountability for. What have you gone and done as a mother towards the fathers or to the one that you may be having more problems with? What have you gone and done to? What kind of spiteful things you've done to my man? I wouldn't call it spiteful. I'd mm. call it more lost it. Okay. You know, like I got, I've, I, if I'm being honest with you, I'm not making excuses up for anything, mm. but I definitely got pushed to a point where I just went, right, I've had enough. And what did he push you to? What did you do? Well, when he pulled up outside my house, um, he was he was meant to be dropping me off money that he was supposed to pay like months before. We got into a huge argument over it all and then he was just calling me names and stuff and I just, just had enough of it and I just went outside with a weapon and just whacked his van up. So you smashed up his van? Kind of. And how was it after that? Did he press charges? No, he didn't. So, no, he didn't. He didn't press charges, but he can't really press charges to be honest with you. He's been in some predicaments himself. So, okay. but, um, have you ever took into any of your kids' fathers to child support? So my eldest daughter's dad at one point, and I'll be honest with you, it's been an open case for about five years and I don't think any of us have ever touched it. <laughs> yeah. And that was honestly just uh, because- What was the reason? Yeah, what was the reason? He he knows I'm not really an authority person, you could say. Mm. I don't feel, uh, depending on the circumstances, don't get me wrong, mm. there's a reason why the police are there. There's a reason why social services are there. There's a reason why child maintenance is there. Mm-hmm. And- it's obviously because someone is doing something wrong. So I never really felt the need. I was kind of like, you know, and if there's a personal issue, there's a difference if we got a personal issue. Mm. Um, But if you're still fully capable of being a good dad and being, you know, all of these things, there's no need for the authorities to get involved. There's no need to get a load of people that don't need to be involved. Don't need to be involved. They Mm. don't understand what's going on. You can break it, the story down to them as much as you want. They don't get it. And with all due respect, they don't care. So obviously... I would rather stuff like that is not the case. But mm. um, he kind of <clears throat> rubbed it in my face back then. He didn't pay for most of her life. He didn't pay any child support. But mm. for a long time, I let it go and didn't say anything about it because his mum was really good with her. Yeah. After a, quite a while, I got to that point where I was just like, nah, like, why am I? Why am I doing it all alone? Yeah. Why am I? You know, like, because as my daughter was getting older, she was going to her nan's less. She, you know, little things yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she'd be with me for like... 95% of the time now. 95? <laughs> 99.5% yeah. of the time she was with me. And I had to somehow balance everything. I had to, mm. like, if I was working, I was trying to balance working every single school run, paying for all of her day-to-day life, all of her day, just everything. It mm. adds up. I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. Like, even when guys are technical and they'll be like, you know, yeah, you know, I pay my child support. And it's like, well, how much do you pay? You know, I, I pay £120 a month. It's like, bro, that pays for my daughter's cheese string habits a month. Yeah. Like, and I, like, that's just me being honest. Mm. So from my point of view, I think with dads, and I've actually seen this before, actually, dads kind of do need to be around a little bit more Mm. around the child. Don't worry about the other parent. Mm. Don't worry about the other parent. Stay focused on your child. Ring up every other day. Ask how the child is. Can I speak to my child? You know, things like that. If the other parent, the primary parent, whether that being a man or a woman, is turning around and saying no out of pure spite and you're trying, they are the problem. But if the primary parent is doing everything and staying on top of all the payments, all of the bills, staying on top of the house, keeping the house beautiful, keeping your child beautiful, keeping their, like even their hobbies. Like, do you know what it's like to have a nine-year-old girl? She changes her interests every week. And I agree what you're doing there. 
But is it not a thing where you have to also live within the means? It's not about the child wants to do something different all the time. So you're now going to say, well, because you want to do something different, I have to go and ask a dad for the money. No, I wouldn't expect it out of my daughter's dad. Because I, like I said, I'm past that point. I can't mm. ask him for any of that now anyway. We're kind of adjusted to that. Whereas my youngest daughter's dad, I could be like, you know, um, uh, Ayla wants to start ballet. I've got her into ballet. It's going to cost this much for the trial sessions. He'll say, "Okay, cool. I'll pay mm. half." You know, and there'll be like some kind so of balance. What's the, so, what's the difference between the both of your child's fathers? So, like, you got one who's cool, one that you just can't even get along with. What do you think? What the problem is in between the two of these fathers, these men you picked? Um. Well, everyone's got flaws, I guess you could say. But if I'm 100% honest, it's he, my my eldest daughter's dad cannot handle taking accountability. And mm. when he does, it's a victimized accountability. Mm. You know, it's so if something, he would rather argue back and completely flip it on me, if you know what I mean. Whereas my youngest daughter's dad, don't get me wrong, he's still my ex. Yeah. He can still do my head in and I'll still do his head in. But at the same time, I can ring him up um, mm. if like if we can have we can hold discussions and we can work around things together to to co-parent for the child's sake mm. whereas my eldest daughter's dad so like for example like i said my youngest daughter her dad isn't actually my eldest daughter's dad mm. and he is my ex-partner he's not my current partner but he picks her up every thursday and he takes her to his so, dance class so he still does that from today he's still active and picks up your every child every thursday he, he picks up together. my our daughter mm. and my and our daughter's elder sister which yeah, is my yeah. other daughter yeah and he takes them both to dance and he actually sees her more frequently than her own dad does mm. and the problem is i there's only so much i can do about it. what can you do if you're if the dad's not showing up and mm. he's just starting an argument with you what, like the only the only advice i can really give two people from now on is to literally just don't entertain it and just take the answer mm. don't entertain it because if he's if he shows up he'll show up if he doesn't show up he won't show up so There's you're no saying don't so you're saying don't chase don't run him don't down chase him. it don't ever chase it don't ever chase someone to love your child because if they loved your child enough you you won't have to chase them mm. so when you was dating the second dad right yeah did he ever speak to the first dad about trying to be more in other in his child's life as a man-to-man -man conversation. He tried to reach out to him once. Exactly, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, But it just turned into an argument. Mm. And if anything, it was more... It was... It just... The argument ended up being more about me yeah. than, than actually about my daughter. So when there's already chaos, I don't want to sit there and add to the chaos. So my problem is I overcompensated with selling her a dream, as I was told. Mm. Um and I would say things like, you know, like, listen, we all love you. This has got nothing to do with you. And I tell her all the time, this is nothing to do with you. You're amazing. We all think you're great. We all love you. It's nothing to do with you. But then after a while, my daughter said to me like, well, it must be something to do with me because dad's not showed up again. Mm. And then that kind of stuff would infuriate me. When you moved on, yeah. you, two, you got bought your children around each other pretty quick. Yeah, we did. And you said the reason why you'd done that because your daughter didn't, father wasn't around much. Yeah. What were you expecting from him to do? when he was involved in your child's life? So, okay, that's a really good question. I actually knew him for, I've known him for a long time. I've okay. known him for a really, really long time. He's actually, a, he was a dance teacher for children, mm. a swim teacher for children. He was a dad himself from previous relationship. Funny enough. Him playing father role to your child? He basically was. Yeah, he basically yeah. was. For quite, a f for about three years, he basically mm. did play father role to my daughter. Like he saw her regularly. He helped me with school runs and stuff. Um, but even when we broke up, 
for example, at one point he wasn't working. Mm. Me and him weren't together. He wasn't working. I got a job opportunity to work back in a tattoo studio. Mm. I we made a mutual agreement as co-parents to for me to take on that opportunity yeah. because he knew at that moment he was going without. He knew he wasn't working, so he was able to help with school runs and yeah. cooperate with all that stuff. And if I was getting the opportunity to make money, we'll do it. Yeah. So in the first week of me working, because obviously he was in his predicament at the time, not working. Um, and this is my youngest daughter's mm -hmm. dad after we broken up my ad. So we're just co-parents. Yeah. I've then gone back to work. And in my first week of work, I handed over some of my wages to him to pay for his car insurance. That's nice. So that, no, well, not, not nice. So that he can get my yeah, children yeah, yeah, yeah. to and from school. So you're saying that he's not being consistent from what he's doing. So he would try and find anything yeah. to put in there for him to say, you know, I'm not doing it no more. Yeah. Think he's getting back at you. Yeah. I don't realise and he's getting back at his own child. Exactly. And to be honest, his partner knows that he's getting back at his own child, but she doesn't care. So how do you two always seem to come back into arguments? I don't know. I this is the and honestly the problem is is, is I Is there anything what you do what to provoke him don't to give, argue? No, don't what give what me are wrong. you doing? It <laughs> what am I, No, I'm joking. No, but to be fair, in the past in the past I definitely could have handled things better. Mm. Like I used to reach out to his mum. I used to but I felt like I kinda had to because if you're say if you and me were sat here right now arguing and I'm going the sky's the sky's green and you're like, mm. Well, no, the sky's blue and I'm like, No, no, it's green. Well, you're trying to get to you're trying to get to net to to know her family, so that's the reason why you reach out to her. I want her to know her family, a hundred percent. Yeah, but how do you? <laughs> how can you get someone to see sense if the people around him are ignoring it and you're only having this one battle with you and this one person? So in the end, I ended up reaching out to his family members, saying, "Look, like, can you just get him to cooperate a little bit more? Mm. You know, like, pick his door." So you trying to use him like that? You trying to use the family like a mediator? Yeah. Trying to make it the situation try to be better because you was, you was finding it hard yeah. to deal with him. And I wouldn't recommend it, yeah. Don't yeah. do it. Because at the end of the day, family's family and they're always going to have their back. So mm. so where are you lot right now in, in this day and age? Where, where are we with, with, with him at the moment? Where, where, where is it all at? Um, so his partner said that she doesn't want anything to do with any of this anymore so the around christmas he was supposed to pick up my daughter i started an argument with me didn't come and get her mm. didn't hear from him for two more weeks two weeks later was seeing if he was coming to pick up his daughter he turned around and said well where am i supposed to take her because uh my girlfriend doesn't want anything to do with any of this now doesn't want a melee round oh sorry shouldn't have said that mm. doesn't want my girlfriend round. um my girlfriend doesn't want our daughter around her house anymore our house i.e. Um, she doesn't want anything to do with any of this and it's all your fault. So I said, well, how is it my fault? You didn't mm. you didn't show up for your daughter. Oh, because, you know, you started an argument and you got other people involved. And I said, I didn't get other people involved. I contacted your mum because mm. you were supposed to be coming and picking up your daughter and you have, she hasn't been around your house for a sleepover in two months. You live two minutes up the road from her house and wow. her school, just might I add, let me just <laughs> throw it out there. No excuse whatsoever. Oh. So... I'm here doing all this stuff. The least you could do is just show up when you're supposed to. You know, mm. I'm not asking. I don't even give you grief on the Wednesdays anymore. Just show up when you're supposed yeah. to. So would you class yourself like, like a little firecracker? Yeah, 100%, but just don't like my tail. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And I won't go off like a firework. Apart from mm. that, I'm all gravy. So Remember? what's your value to life What you teach your kids? Self-worth. Yeah. As long as my kids know their self-worth, mate, they can achieve anything. I like that. And that's, that's just me being honest. I like right? that. I like that. 100. Well, listen, time's up. Um, is there anything you'd like to say before we finish? Um, yeah. Um, 
as a parent, don't just don't worry about the other co-parent. Just as long as you're ticking all the right boxes and and then more some as a parent, that's all that matters. Just let the other person try and work out their own way in life. Don't don't start messing up, ticking up your own boxes just because someone else isn't ticking theirs. Yeah. If you are a primary guardian and you have your child regularly, just don't be spiteful. Just mm. allow, give your kid leeway. Let them love who they want to love. Let them love their family. Let your family love them. It's not about control. It'll backfire in the long ones in the long run. So, just put your kid first, man. Yeah, wicked. Look, V, I want to say thank you for coming down today. Um, no very worries. enjoyed having a me. conversation with you. Um, thank you for having me. I think one of the first females in a long time who's come on our platform. Well, so, what can I say? So, thank you for coming down and taking the time to come out. So, um, I want to say to everybody, um, want to hear your lot's views today. Want to hear it in the description um, below. Want your little thought on what, obviously what V's been saying on today and that. Um, also, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you like and click that notification button as well. All right. So from next time for myself and V. Peace. <laughs> and we Thanks out.